Good morning, and we are joined for the first time on the program by Amy Lindsay, the Franklin County Emergency Management Agency Director. Good morning to you, Amy. Good morning, Tom. And, of course, uh, we've uh, had a, uh, one of your counterparts on recently and uh, give you the opportunity uh, to uh, do likewise. And, uh, and tell us a little bit about uh, Franklin County EMA uh, exactly, uh, for those who may not be aware, exactly what you folks do. Well, emergency management focuses on preparing communities to deal with disasters and emergencies. So we spend a lot of time trying to educate the community on how to prepare for a disaster, um, how they can keep their homes and their businesses safe from disasters. And if we happen to have a disaster, we will respond to that disaster with um, various public safety resources and we'll help a community recover from that. Um, by bringing in additional resources to get the incident under control as quickly as possible. And uh, in between uh, disasters, uh, do you have uh, training exercises like tabletop uh, or anything like that? We do, we do. We work very closely with a lot of different public safety agencies like our law enforcement partners, our fire community, our emergency medical services, um, different nonprofit groups, business groups, government groups. And we have... um, planning sessions where we'll get together and talk about what we're going to do if a disaster happens and what every agency's role is. And we have different training sessions where we partner up together and we'll go through training together so that we know each other well before an incident happens and we can respond together as a team rather than individuals. And we'll go through mock disaster scenarios where we get to practice all those skills that we've learned in our training classes. And we get to say, hey, here's something close to a real world event or as close as we can get um, through an exercise and maybe we didn't think about this thing that needed to happen during a disaster so that gives us a chance to go back and refine our emergency plans and uh, fix whatever mistakes we may have in there so that when it comes time for a real world event um, we're able to adequately respond and, and do a good job. And uh, Amy, uh, there's, I know that there's two kinds. There's man-made disasters, natural disasters. Am I missing any? We have uh, human-caused disasters, natural disasters, and technological disasters. Um, human-caused are the ones that maybe uh, it would be an intentional act like a terrorist attack or what's recently happened at some of the power stations out west and, and uh, people doing silly things out there. Um, It may be things like accidental um, disasters, like we had a fireworks explosion a few years ago. Um, We have natural disasters, of course, and those are things like your traditional tornadoes, your winter weather, um, your floods, your earthquakes. And then we have technological failures, which may be um, something like cybersecurity incident or um, a collapse of the power grid, something to that effect. And then uh, going back to the uh, the first uh, type of uh, disaster that you deal with, uh, can you kind of uh, walk us through, uh, without giving out too many secrets, um, um, how things, uh, the, the reaction and uh, the response and things of that nature? Well, the first thing we're going to do is partner up with our local resources, maybe our law enforcement, to see what they have in terms of intelligence. Um, we also work closely with the Indiana Intelligence Fusion Center to see if they may have information on chatter on the internet or any um, dark web information that they may have for us and we'll have law enforcement investigating that if we happen to have a cybersecurity attack we'll work very closely with our IT partners um, not only our local IT partners but the state IT partners that can help us as well as federal resources so we pull in all the partners that we need to 
get the incident under control, stabilized, and then as quickly as possible repaired. And uh, no doubt the Indiana Department of Homeland Security gets involved as well. Oh, yes, yes. If we run out of local resources or if we need additional help because we don't have um, the resources to tackle that incident, we can reach out to regional partners surrounding counties, um, ask for their assistance. And then if we still can't handle that, we can reach out to the state and ask for their resources as well. And, of course, uh, parts of our listening area have, a, have an interstate highway going through it. Uh, but uh, as far as uh, Franklin County is concerned, uh, I know you have a, uh, you know, s- some stretches of highway. But um, uh, whenever you have uh, not only uh, an interstate but also, say, county roads, there's, a, a say, a tanker spill, uh, what would be the response there? Well, if it's on the interstate, eventually, uh, initially, um, Indiana State Police is going to um, be involved with that. We also, for county roads, we have a partnership with the Greater Cincinnati Hazardous Materials Unit, and that is an emergency response unit that can come help us um, stabilize the incident. We will reach out immediately to our local first responder agencies and Um, use them to stabilize the incident as quickly as possible until additional resources can get there. Um, If we have to call Greater Cincinnati Hazardous Material, they're about 45 minutes out, uh, but they will come to us with uh, various hazmat specialists to help us get the incident under control. Um, We'll get spill control involved. We'll have the local spiller uh, or whoever the spiller is, their company will be involved as well. So um, we bring together a variety of local and state and regional resources to to basically solve the problem. And then, of course, as you mentioned, uh, weather-related, uh, for example, in the spring, summer, and even in the fall, uh, the uh, with uh, tornadoes and severe thunderstorms and things of that nature, and also uh, the winter event, kind of like what we had uh, right before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, can you kind of walk us through, uh, Amy, the uh, response that uh, Franklin County EMA goes through? Sure. So several days out from the event, we'll be in touch with the National Weather Service. They give us guidance on a daily basis, and as we get closer to the event, it becomes more frequent. We may have uh, updates three or four times a day. I also have a volunteer that works with my agency and he gives us local forecasts and he gives us uh, really great information that can pinpoint it down to Franklin County in southeast Indiana. So we'll start looking at things maybe five or six days out. And as we get closer, I will maybe do webinars with the National Weather Service or the Indiana Department of Homeland Security. Um, Depending on the Uh, impact of the event or potential impact of the event. We may have um, daily conference calls. We may have calls with um, different local and state resources. The state may bring on the Department of Transportation to talk about what their operations are. Um, Additionally, I keep in touch with our county highway department, our law enforcement partners who are going to be on the roads. I'll uh, keep our emergency medical services and our fire department updated as well as our elected officials. So I try to do a reach out uh, two or three days in advance to say, hey, we've got this event coming up. Just be aware of it. And as we get closer to the event, I can pinpoint it a little better and say, hey, these are the impacts that we expect to have. Um, Maybe we need to open some shelters. So I'll reach out and touch base with the local churches and some of the fire stations and say, hey, could you serve as a warming station if we need it? Um, And they're always very very willing to help. 
and I'll reach out to um, perhaps the Red Cross and say, we maybe have a sheltering need. Can you just be on standby to bring up a trailer full of cots for us? Um, so we, we, we reach out to various partners. Um, starting at the local level, uh, we'll reach out again if we need to, to the state or federal resources like the National, Reser- uh, <laughs> the National Weather Service. Um, so we bring in a variety of partners that can help us get this under control. I also will be posting regularly to our Facebook page um, just to keep the public informed um, and tag various news outlets to say, hey, this is what's going on in Franklin County. This is the weather we expect. This is the impact that we think it's going to have. Here are some preparedness tips for your family, your home, your business. These are things you can do ahead of time to be prepared for this weather. Um, Prepare your emergency supply kit. Maybe just keep an eye on different weather resources, and I'll link those in our Facebook page. And as we get into the event, I'll say, this is what's going on. Here's the status of the roads in Franklin County. This is our travel status. Um, If you want to find out the road status for various highways or other state roads, here's different resources that you can go to and uh, just keep an eye on things. And actually, the Indiana Department of Transportation now has plow cameras, so they have live cameras cameras on their plows and you can watch what's going on with the road in real time. Yeah, I remember watching those last uh, February during the ice storm and uh, keeping up uh, on the, some of those around southeastern Indiana is very uh, entertaining and educational. So <laughs> It is. It's fun to watch. <laughs> yes. All right. And with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out. We'll continue our conversation with Amy Lindsay, the Franklin County EMA director, right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To-Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To-Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville to go. Big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with Amy Lindsay, the Franklin County EMA director. And uh, Amy, uh, you, were, you were talking about travel status and uh, say it happens um, because of uh, travel conditions in Franklin County are not so good because of uh, storms, whether it be in the spring, summer or in the winter. Um, how is it determined that, uh, you, that the county is put on uh, yellow, orange and then ultimately red? Well, Uh, As I mentioned earlier, we keep a very close eye on the weather from the National Weather Service reports. And as we're getting into the event, I will be talking with elected officials like our commissioners. I'll be talking with our highway department foreman and our sheriff's department, Um, not only the sheriff, but the dispatch staff, as well as the sheriff's deputies who are out on the road. So we're getting real time conditions Uh, from those folks and then we'll start a group chat to talk about hey the roads in this area are in this condition and the main roads are in this condition let's consider having a travel advisory out or hey the roads are getting really bad we're having a lot of slide offs our tow trucks are very active our sheriff's deputies are responding to a, a lot of calls maybe we need to up that to Um, an orange travel status or a red travel status if they're so bad that we really don't advise people to be out. Um, It's always hard to go to a red travel status, um, which basically means no one should be out on the roads except for public safety. 
Um, we try to minimize the impact on that. We know when we close the roads that it has an impact on local businesses. So if we ever have to go to a red travel status, we try to do it as short a time as possible to give businesses a chance to open up if it's safe. Um, but we also want to be concerned about public safety. So we'll do it as long as we need to have it there. But we also try to minimize the impact to local businesses. So it's a fine balance between um, keeping the public safe and trying to minimize the loss, uh, the economic loss for businesses. And another thing, Amy, is uh, we were talking about uh, storms and things of that nature and uh, watches and warnings. And that seems to confuse a lot of people. And uh, can you uh, break it down for us, please? What's a watch and what's a warning? Sure. That is, a, that, that is confusing for a lot of people. I think of it like this. A watch means the conditions are right that something could happen. Um, it means watch the news. It means watch social media, the National Weather Service's Facebook page or Twitter accounts. Just watch what's going on on and have an idea that something may be happening soon. A warning means conditions are imminent or something is occurring right now and you need you need to take immediate action for your own safety. Okay. So that uh, pretty much breaks it down in uh, the between the watch and the warning. So uh, and that's uh, pretty much uh, seemed like uh, during uh, the um, uh, severe weather, thunderstorms, tornado seasons, and things of that nature. And uh, um, Amy, uh, can you uh, give us a little bit about your background and uh, how you came to be as Franklin County uh, Emergency Management Director? Well, I had this wonderful experience in college where I got to be part of the Ball State University Storm Chase team, and I spent um, six years chasing tornadoes and severe thunderstorm all over the Great Plains of the U.S., and had such an amazing time, and I got to see the impact that emergency management and public safety had on their communities, and I really wanted to be um, someone who was able to help the public prepare for, respond to, recover from tornadoes and severe weather. So I interned with the what was then called the State Emergency Management Agency. It's now the Indiana Department of Homeland Security. And I got hired there full-time in 2002 and spent... 13 years training first responders how to deal with severe weather and natural hazards and human-caused hazards, technological hazards. And I just found a passion and a love for public safety and helping the community. So I worked at IDHS for 13 years, and then I moved back home to be closer to my family. And the Franklin County Emergency Management Director was retiring at the end of 2019. At the time, I was a substitute teacher at Batesville Intermediate School and happened to see the job opening and thought, I can do that. So I applied for the job and started in February of 2020, just before COVID hit. So that was that was an interesting few months on the job. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Talk about your baptism of fire. Yes, yes. Goodness gracious. Well, uh, Amy Lindsay, uh, anything else uh, before we let you go? Well, I'd like to encourage people to prepare their homes and their businesses for emergencies and disasters. Um, if you are prepared, that's less work on your local responders, many of whom are volunteers and have full-time jobs. So they do this out of their passion and love for their community. Um, you can find out more about how to prepare on ready.gov, which is FEMA's emergency preparedness website. 
All right. So, again, that's ready.gov. All right. Well, uh, Amy Lindsay, uh, Franklin County Emergency Management Director, we appreciate your time this morning. Thank you for coming in. Uh, stay well, and I uh, look forward to uh, hearing from you in, uh, in this more of a vein that as far as this is concerned, um, in the future. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being here.